This Could Get Dicey is an imperfect D&D game played imperfectly. Like the name suggests, this podcast could get dicey. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. And welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9 to 5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, i just like to say it's a beautiful day to fix not one, but two appliances in your household. What was the second? Yeah, what, what was, was the, the second, second one? Well, for uh, the listeners, what was the first? Because- good question. So, <laughs> technically, chronologically... The first one was our garbage disposal. Oh. It's garbage. It's garbage. Um, but fixed it. So we can put more nice. garbage down it. Um, <laughs> and the second one was our AC. Ooh. Fixed it. Thought we had to call someone. Did it ourselves. Felt really proud of ourselves. You did it what, yourself. What, what, was the, what was the fix? What was the did solution? you press that button? We pushed that. Apparently, there's a button on the side of the AC that you push. And it typically starts again. Yep, it's like, oh. a reset a reset like the button. outside AC or the one that's like in your no attic? outside like the unit outside. There's a button, so we pushed the button, didn't work, and then cleaned the coils, waited okay, a little bit, this. pushed the button again, and it worked. It's like the equivalent of turning your computer off and on again, and everything's fine. Wow, yep. I've heard of this other problem. I've heard of it and experienced it multiple times. That so in your attic, there's like a drip tray and like drip tubes that protect your like. AC from like flooding your ceiling and if your AC is not kicking on the problem might be that there's a little tube that basically has a sensor that lets you know like there's too much water and what it is is like bacteria is just like growing in the tube and you just need to put like bleach in there and then that fixes the problem I use bleach to fix so many of my problems actually that's a really great fixer getting old rocks this is one of those moments where it rocks you know you're like (laughs) I'm learning things (laughs) Hi, my name is Alex Garrel. I play Ellis Vendove, and today is a beautiful day to discover not one, but probably two albums that are probably going to be your albums of the year. Well, we got to know. Drop those names. Um, The first one is uh, the album Retaliation by UK punk band The Chisel. Uh, (laughs) It'll make you want to fight somebody in a good way, and then... Um, the second is the album So Unknown by Philadelphia hardcore band Jesus Peace, and it'll make you want to fight somebody in an evil way. <laughs> you go for like an angel devil situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The duality, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe your music for this episode can be inspired by these bands. Uh, the one from um, the other day definitely was. <laughs> good, good, good. Hi. I'm Kenny Chilton, and I'm playing Emil Mazak, and it's a beautiful fucking day to be on summer vacation, everyone. Oh. That's all I'm talking about. Excellent. I love that so yeah. much for you. Kenny, Kenny's throat right now. <laughs> yeah, Kenny's what's in the cup? Uh, what's in right the now? cup, Kenny? Don't ask me what's, what's in, in this, this fucking cup. cup. It's not the little... It's, 
it's not the little dumbass ice cubes. It's these big ones. I love those big boys. You just stuck your whole hand <laughs> in there to grab the ice cube out. And it's is whiskey it just water? Well. Oh, it's whiskey. Okay, that was the question. No, I'm in celebration mode, and I get yeah, to spend yeah. time with you all here tonight, and oh, it's just a good time. Fucking summer, man. Let's say, let's just say, I'm employed in a field in which summer vacation is a thing and essential. Here, here. I teach. Here. I'm a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your superpower, motherfucker? <laughs> Hi, my name's Becky Schmader. I'm the game master for This Could Get Dicey. And it's a beautiful day to look at those plants that I planted. It wasn't a very good one, y'all, but... I know. I thought there was there was a continue like look at those plants. I looked at them, and there's little peppers. There we go. There's little there peppers. There it is. About. That's a yeah. great the, thing. That's, yeah. that's a great thing. The, the other the, the other episode, I said mow the lawn and look at it. You can look at your. You plants. can look at. It's I great. look at the peppers constantly. If I go outside, I look at the plants. But as you should, you you did that. I did you that. Unfortunately, fucking nature. I keep dropping the f bomb tonight. Summer vacation. Mother nature, Becky's growing vegetables, living off the land. Wow. I'm trying, but unfortunately, my squash plant is already on its. Where I'm having to make a decision if I need to cut the cable, so to speak. Hey, you're playing God. Cut that cable. Send in the flood. I, I feel bad because it's like half of it's still kind of alive, but then like every time it gets a new leaf, another leaf dies. If you're listening to this podcast and you know why squash leaves turn yellow and then a little bit gray and then wither and go away, please DM me. Hey, uh, you know there's so few times in your life where you get to have this kind of control over something else's well-being. Like Wait. just like. <laughs> play with this is like nature's grand theft auto just like fuck around do the kit do the candy thing and just throw some bleach on it there you go I'm not, no hold on <laughs> wait a second don't fix it fix all hey, no. even if, even if it dies that. you probably fix it it probably is probably for the best i will say the corn's still doing well what was it Bo Bo bodacious and what was the fourth name does anyone remember it's corn it's corn they're all doing great so <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> Oh. Beatrice or something. Oh, that sounds right. Beatrice, Bobo, and Bodacious. One day we'll have a wiki, like a TCGD, like. Uh, and there's gonna be little stock wiki, images of corn. Little... Yeah. Yes. yeah, of Becky's corn. <laughs> It'll make an appearance in the campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Last. Are, oh, are we ready to go? I don't think I usually ask that. You don't ever ask Never. that. I'm but sorry. Yeah, sure. Tonight seems like a night to ask that. Are we ready? Is it me? Are you the problem? Do I seem not ready? No, everyone's ready. Here we go. I'm hyped. Let's go. Last we left off, our adventurers had left the safety of Mistfall and began their trek up the Silver Summits to the home of a collector. Tasked by Elizabeth to get a tome from the collector, you all arrived at the mysterious chateau that seems to have quite a few tricks up its sleeve. You approached the door, and a projection showed a man who spoke to you all and welcomed you in. You were presented with an entrance room and three doors. The door you chose was trapped, uh, though, and that, that is where we find you all. Uh, you all face a hallway with wooden panels pushing out from the wall and falling to the ground. Behind these panels that have fallen to the ground, gray oozes reveal themselves to you. And let us roll initiative. Oh, oh man. Ooh. No more disadvantage. We're like awake and alive and fully rested. That's true. Emil, what did you get? 10 and 10 more. 
20. Great, gonna be one of those nights. Loomis, what did you get? 19. Ellis, what did you get? I got a natty daddy 20 for a 22. Oh my oh. god. Hot fuck diggity these. dog. Fuck this hallway. I was thinking, because remember when you guys were like, I got a 1 and a 4 for a 14 or what? And you guys were doing weird things with the numbers. And I was like, please God. Yeah, math, man. Top of the order, Ellis, you are about five feet from the closest ooze, and they're about like five feet. Mm hmm. Yeah five feet, then another one, five feet, then another one. There are four total in this hallway that is about 30 feet long and 10 feet wide. Is the is the ooze touching us yet? Not yet. What color What color is the, the ooze? It's gray. If, if any of it remains motionless, it, it seems like an oily pool or wet rock almost, but it, as it moves, it sort of churns and creates like bubbles, you know, within it, so then it kind of turns a little bit more opaque. And sorry for all the questions, but um, what like what sort of is it like a hole in the ceiling? Like they came from the walls, right? Like some yes, from the from in. the walls on the panel. The, yeah, Ooh. there's panels on the wall that fell, and that's where they came from. Cool. <laughs> um, I would like to cast Mage Hand. Okay. And see if I can just like use it. I just like slap my hand up against where like at least one part like one of the four oozes is coming out to see if i could just at least like plug that hole okay. like probably the one closest to me i'd be like oh fuck um and i turn to them i go yo i think we i think we picked the wrong fucking door okay go ahead and roll an arcana check to see how you manipulate this hand in doing in doing this activity cool um luck point <laughs> oh, no. so it begins <laughs> we just started so it begins much better 16 okay yeah you're able to catch the first panel falling and your mage hand pushes up against the panel and sort of locks it back into place about half of the ooze i'd say was already sort of coming off um so half of it sort of just plops to the ground but you seem to have kept back the other half of it um i i don't know what to do about these other holes but i, I think i I think I maybe have stopped at least some of this one. Okay, next is Emil. Uh, that same one. So there's like half ooze on the floor, you're mm -hmm. saying? Yes. I'll take one of the two extra daggers that I stole off the uh, Court of Outlaws people in the woods, and I'll I'll throw it at that one okay. to see how it reacts to being stabbed. Uh, 15 plus 4, 19. That does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Five points of damage. And as you see the dagger enter into the ooze, you can see that the ooze seems to be uh, sort of corroding the dagger a little bit. Oh God, why can't a hallway just be a hallway? On the, on the metal part in, uh, in particular. Fuck. Uh, that's it. I'm going to move back as far as I can away from these things. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it. are you leaving back into like the main uh, entrance kind of room? or No, sort of I'll stay in the hallway with my companions for now. Okay, so you're just backed up against the wall there, Emil, and next is Loomis. The only ways out is either back into where we saw the three doors or forward, and forward currently has a bunch of ooze on the ground. Yes, and from where you stand, you can see that down the hallway past the ooze, oozes, um, oozai, if you will, are, <laughs> there's a door on the left and the right of the hallway down at the end of the 30 feet. So the ooze isn't going toward, it's just kind of plopping on the ground 
and just staying there. Like, so if there's a way to get over the ooze, we can continue down this hallway. Correct. They're not quick moving or highly aggressive oozes at the moment. Or oozai. I will keep saying that. <laughs> the oozai is not moving or aggressive. Gotcha. So Loomis would like to try to climb up on the ceiling and walk on the ceiling with their superior body. Um, mm-hmm. Is a feat I have. You do have that, yes. You can't just say that. <laughs> can't just tell us you um, have a superior body. I, um, I have a superior body. <laughs> you don't need to make any checks, do you? Isn't no, it it's just... just a feat I have. So I can climb <laughs> difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings, without needing to make an ability check. Love vampires. Okay, you do that. Yeah, I, I see Emil throw the dagger, initially wanting to do the same with their spear. Um, seeing it corroding not the way then just wall climbs dodging the ooze that is spewing out of the walls and just starts walking on the ceiling across where the ooze is so you want to be like past the ooze yes you are past the ooze great so you're kind of at the end of the hallway I would say five feet from the nearest door which is on the ground but both of them are to your left and right below you does that count as my action? I think that's just your movement. Yeah. That's just my movement? That was, okay. That's just your movement, yeah. Can I try to open a door to break it off and like put it on the ooze as a step for Ellis and Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. Go ahead and pick a door, left or right, and then we'll do a strength check to see if you can rip it off of its hinges, I guess. Uh, left. I picked the left door. Okay, you're able to uh, open the door, so go ahead and make a strength check to see if you can rip it off of its hinges with your <laughs> superior body, obviously. obviously. What's it for, if not this? <laughs> 19. Yeah, you jump down from the ceiling, rip the door, clean off its hinges, peering inside, you see that you seem to be in like a portrait hall, or there's like a portrait hall on the other side of this doorway forgetting about that for a second you now have a door in your hands that would be your action and your movement okay and then as i just you so you just see in a split second really <laughs> loomis wall jump get on the ceiling walk across the ooze rip a door from the hinges sets it down and says um i get you should hurry up across this door i don't know if the ooze is gonna eat it or not you just took me on a wild emotional journey in the last six seconds. Whatever you say, spiked up me. <laughs> <laughs> so I take it you ta- you you're like tossing the door sort of like down the hallway, so that way they, it's like a bridge of sorts. Okay, exactly. Cool. You do that. It now flies in between where Emil and Ellis are and where you are. Next is. Ooze number one, which is the half ooze that was fallen, has fallen to the ground, and it is going to move towards you, Ellis. Okay, the ooze sort of shoots out a bit of a globule trying to whack you with it, and does a 22 hit. Absolutely it does. You take three points of acid damage, Oof. and do you happen to be wearing any metal? I'm wearing light leather armor. Fantastic. And a ring. And a ring. True. And a ring. Does anything happen to my ring? Nothing happens to your ring, and the ooze seems to just slide off of the leather armor after sort of whacking into you. Gross. Ow. 
Next is ooze number two, which falls, uh, finishes its fall from the side of the wall and is going to move towards you, Emil, and is going to also attempt to whack you with a globule that comes out. And that's a seven, so that misses. Next is ooze number four, which is going to also finish its fall from the wall and try and move towards you, Loomis. That's its turn. <laughs> and then number three will also fall and move towards you, Ellis, but it doesn't reach you to attack. So top of the order, back to Ellis. I will cast uh, Armor of Agathis at second level. So spectrally, blacky feathers kind of coat my body. And uh, I look at Emil, I was like, we got to go, bud. And um, I hightail it to uh, Loomis. The ooze that was engaged with you will take an opportunity attack. There's like a door in the hallway for us to like help us get over some of these oozes, right? Yes, there's now a doorway that's yeah. sort of the ooze are kind of like avoiding a little bit. Okay. As they're scooching towards you. Great. That's a 13 to hit. Just, just hits. Okay. You take eight points of acid damage as oh. its globule t- grabs your foot real quick, um, but manages to slide off of your red boots. After it hits me, um, the feathers maybe like frill and some of them shoot into it, and it takes 10 points of cold oh. damage. Nice. Hot damn. Or cold damn. Cold <laughs> damn, baby. Okay. Yeah, these, these feathers sort of turn into like almost... You see them like get a little frosty and shoot Shoot. into the ooze, and that ooze dies. Oh, really? Sick. And I say, can't touch this. And uh, I is am I able to use my full movement to get to Loomis? Yes, to get to Loomis. Yes. Um, I imagine that quickly, like uh, Jack Sparrow, like run sillily over the the door. door. (laughs) Excellent. Next is Emil. Um, I will uh, try and... The one you killed was not the half one, right? That was a whole that, other one. That was the half one. Okay, great. I will um, lash out at the one that attacked me with my twisted roots and say, I'm starting to think this is going to be more difficult than just g- grabbing a book and leaving. That is not a great roll. Uh, 13 to hit? That hits. Oh, great. Okay. Seven points of piercing damage. I'm going to use my bonus action to absorb and do an additional four points of necrotic damage. Okay. Um, And then I will run down the hallway behind Ellis, dodging some icy feathers or whatever the fuck just happened. (laughs) Great. So you all have joined up with Loomis. Loomis, it is now your turn. I look at them now that they've caught up and ask, do we try to kill these things or just keep running maybe kill them as we go depends on how persistent they are I, we might just be able to just outrun them they're pretty slow becky do we notice them like as we're as they just ran past them they're like starting to turn that way are they kind of stagnant where they are they do seem to turn their attention towards you all but very slowly you know imagine like if ooze was trying to like turn its head around it would be very like (laughs) so and you also notice that on their turns that they could not move 
much further than like 10 feet then do we just i don't have much that will probably work against them so i think i'm gonna keep walking or jogging down the hall yeah i'm like shaking some of the ooze off of one of my arms and like yeah don't touch these things they're gross yeah my turn is to just keep walking (laughs) okay you all are kind of at the end of the hallway so do you want to go into the the portrait gallery room or go into the other door probably the door that's open you think yeah it was pretty easy to open so maybe there's no tricks in that one it'd be pretty rude not to go in there now that we've torn the doorway open you enter into that room then are we out of initiative uh we'll say yes the ooze the oozai will still be in pursuit but we can be out of initiative as you all head into the portrait room can i use my bonus action then to spend my absorb on alice to heal him as we're walking in that's great four plus two six points of healing to ellis as we walk in just slip my root into your hand and say that was rough that tickles uh i'm back up to full <laughs> as you all enter into the portrait room uh the uh, projection once again kind of shows up in the middle of the room and it's the same gnome with red hair ah welcome to the portrait room these are just some of my friends over time family perhaps close acquaintances uh, what have you, most are of no significance to you. And then the hologram disappears. Wait, can you hear us? Nothing. Mm. So inside this room, there are ten portraits that line the walls. So the wall that you came in has no portraits on it with the, the, the door side of the room. But the other three walls have portraits. Can I roll and? perception or investigation to see if I do recognize any of these portraits? Go ahead. No, six. None of these seem very significant. They all are different. They're not even all of them are gnomes. You know, there's humans, there's dwarves, there's tieflings, there's furbolgs. There's a variety of different um, people in all of these portraits. So there doesn't seem to be like anything sort of linking them together. And none of them seem familiar to you. Can I, can I also take a look at them to see if there's anyone of of note sure. that stands out to me? Twelve. Once again, none of these seem to be too significant to you. Some of them seem to have, you know, some of them are just sort of sitting in their portrait. Others seem to have items. One of them has a plate of food. One of them has a lollipop in their hand. One of them has a gold uh, ring that seems to be more pronounced in their image. Is there a doorway out of this room? There is not. Do the portraits come off the wall? Uh, You can take a closer look and investigate one of them if you would like. Uh, I'll go to the one with the lollipop. Uh, So that one's the first one on your right. Okay. I'll say, we need something to block the door because those oozes are probably coming. Oh, wait. How big are these portraits? (laughs) Are they, like, Um, huge? Yeah, they're pretty large. I mean, I would say they're like three feet by two feet. A pretty ample oh, size. Okay. Not like enormous. Not uh, big enough to block the doorway. Not necessarily, no. But yeah, I'll still say, we should probably block the doorway or just stand guard or something. Um, I can... Yeah, are you trying to pull one of those suckers off the wall? Yeah, take this one and I try to take it off the wall. Yeah, you're able to... The portrait is of a young elven boy with dark skin and short hair. He is holding onto a lollipop, one of those classic big round ones with the rainbow swirl. And you're able to take the portrait off of the wall. Is there anything behind the portrait? No. Uh, Is there anything 
behind, like on the back of it, like on the back of the frame? No. Okay. I toss it to Ellis and say, maybe you could use this to block the doorway somehow. I don't know. Sure. Um, and I just go and kind of like try to prop it up in the doorway. I look at, I just go ahead and I don't necessarily take the other two off the wall, but I'd like to go and just kind of like, like, are, are the other two like movable? Like, can I shift them around and, and shake them around? The two with like, there were their whole because there's ten portraits in here. Oh, there's ten. Oh, yes. okay. So yeah, there's four on each side of the wall and two on the the wall opposite you. Gotcha. All. I wouldn't. Um, can I start to look to see if there are any similarities between um, any portraits? Sure. Go ahead and. Roll an investigation check. I'm thinking like a, like a matching game almost. Okay. Ba-ba, 17. There doesn't seem to be any correlation between all of them, but you do notice that on portrait two, which would be the second one on the left wall, there does appear to be like a spot maybe behind the portrait. Like all these portraits seem to be like somewhat movable, but you, without touching them, you can see that the second portrait has... There's like a space behind it, um, from what you can see as you're investigating them all. Oh fuck! I got I, I got something, y'all. And I run to that portrait and I just like yank it off the wall. Okay. The portrait is of a portly dwarven man. He has a bib over his doublet, and he's staring down at a plate of food. When you pry the painting off of the wall, it reveals a plate of food behind it. It's roasted chicken with roasted vegetables and gravy, and a dinner roll. Is it hot? It is. Whoa, y'all, hot. Got some grub over here. I don't know if you should eat that. Who keeps food in their portrait room? What the hell is this house? I'm very confused. Hey, you always gotta stay strapped. Um, let's, let's check. Everybody just start looking for, for shit behind paintings. I'm, I, with the, with food appearing, I'm gonna take a look at the portraits again. Like, what the fuck is this room? Uh, Emil has never been in a dungeon before. Okay. <laughs> this, is not, That's fair. this is not something I'm used to. Um, and I'm like, what the hell is this room? So I'm looking at the portraits to see if this is actually like some kind of a mess hall or something. Like, I'm very confused. So with a new perspective of food, can I look at the portraits to see if there's anyone who's like, who's hungry <laughs> for sure. this food? There only appears to be two paintings that have food in them that would be the one that a meal or that ellis just took down off of the wall and the lollipop boy one portrait one is of a brown-skinned human woman she wears a beautiful purple gown her hair is curly and done up um also actually why don't you just do a general investigation check as you're checking these all out uh 16 okay nothing seems to be of significance with this portrait uh, portrait number three is of a young gnome girl with pale skin and blonde hair. Her dress is a springtime green and ribbons dangle down from her pigtails. Nothing of significance here. The portrait, the next portrait number four is of a tiefling woman with red skin and a black dress. Her pose has her pointing to the top left of the portrait and the bottom right. Uh, but other than that, nothing of significance. Number five, the portrait is of a furbold man with pale blue skin and a frilly neck piece. Uh, he looks rather dapper, but nothing of significance. Number six, the portrait is an of, of a female elven ranger with olive skin and black hair. She leans against a tree. 
And as you're moving away from that one, I need Loomis and Ellis to make a perception check. 14. 19. Okay, Loomis, you notice as Emil is looking at this painting of an elven ranger that from the painting, another sort of shimmery fluid slash ooze comes out and is going to grab him. As I see that, I as loud as Loomis can yell, Emil, watch out. I drop to the floor and fall down. <laughs> Just I, fall I, down I, ch- I chuck an Eldritch Blast at it. Go ahead and roll an attack, Ellis, and then we'll go into initiative again. I rolled an eight. That does hit. Go ahead and oh, roll damage. Shit. Have you ever hit anything with an eight before in your life? <laughs> I don't think These so. These are Uzai. They don't have armor. They're oozes. Seven points of force damage. And we'll just keep the same initiative as before. Sure. Okay, up first is Ellis. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Another Eldritch Blast coming at (laughs) them. That is a 12 to hit. That does hit. For three points of damage. Okay. And I will um, probably back up. I still have Armor of Agathus up, but... Okay, Emil, you are next. You are on the ground, I guess prone underneath this painting. Yep. Uh, Is this ooze all the way out, like on the floor with me? No, it seems to have tendrils sort of coming out of the painting. You can see now that it's like the paint is coming off of the painting, and yet underneath it, the painting still remains, and so it seems to have camouflaged with the painting. Great. Can I attempt to rip the painting off the wall, throw it on the floor? Uh, Sure, you can go ahead and do that. I stand up and try that. (laughs) Cool, go ahead and roll a strength check. A 10. It rolled an 11. (laughs) So you can see that you're trying to pull it off of the wall and the ooze is like sticking to, like tendrils have come outside of each side of the painting and are sticking to the wall. Okay, great. I'll use whatever remaining movement I have to just run back towards the middle of the room, away from all the portraits. Okay, it's going to take an opportunity attack on you. Do it. That's a... 27 to hit. Ah! <laughs> yes, God, that hits. Damn. Jesus. That hits twice. Twice over. <laughs> twice as much. You take... You take 16 points of acid damage. 16? I'm sorry. Say again. 16 points of acid damage. Excuse me. Holy shit. And you're covered in blue paint. Oh, no. Blue is not my color. I'm more of a navy blue fan. And next is Loomis. So this portrait is still on the wall? Yes. Seeing that Emil tried to tear it down, Loomis is also going to try to tear it down. Feeling confident since they just, you know, ripped a door from the hinge- its hinges. <laughs> Very true. Go ahead and roll a strength uh, contest with the ooze. Six. I got a 10. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're trying to pry the paint off and the ooze is like smacking your fingers away from the painting and then the rest of its little Ew. tendrils are sticking to the wall still. Yeah, um, that's my action. As a bonus action, can I try an unarmed strike? Yes. 18. That does hit. 8 points of damage. Does it, like, stick to my hands or anything? Like, does it have an effect on now that's on my fingies? You do get 
some green paint on you as you as you whack it. Next is the painting, which will activate its latent magic, paint magic. And so those who have paint on them will be attacked here from range. So it sends out like a, a, a wave from the painting, sending out a surge, and the paint on you kind of lights up for a second. And you all take, who have paint on them, nine points of cold damage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Would that just be Emil and... Just Emil and Loomis, yes. You don't have any paint okay. on you yet. That's its turn. You see it kind of really keep its ground on the paint. It's now kind of completely covered the painting and is sort of sealing it into the wall to protect its sort of home, I guess is the best way to say it. And next are the gray oozes from the hallway. No one's really near the doorway. I don't, is anyone near the doorway? I don't think so. Then you don't know what they're doing. Next is top of the order, Ellis. Hmm. I will bonus action uh, cast Hex okay. on the painting. Target now has disadvantage on strength checks. Okay. Nice. And I will uh, chuck another Eldritch Blast at it. 16. That does hit. So that'll be two points of force damage and five points of necrotic damage. You can see that there's sort of like holes opening up from these this Eldritch Blast as parts of the ooze kind of move away from the painting. Uh, in the center of the painting, at least. It's still trying to hold on to the, the outside edge of the painting. But you can kind of see that this almost like oozy gel has moved away from the center of the painting. The painting becomes even more clear. It's still be it's the same image, but there's sort of like a layer removed from it. That was action and bonus action, and I'm going to stay where I'm at. Okay. And that's my turn. Next is Emil. Emil will uh, use his action to dash and run mm -hmm. full speed at the painting and use my charger feet to oh. make a shove attack. Okay. Um, in doing this, I get a bonus to the attack. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, 21. That's because of charger, not because I'm a strong boy at all. That that hits? I yes. Can, you... I can shove it up to 10 feet when I use my charger feet. Okay, I imagine you're kind of like trying to like flip it off the wall. Is that more accurate or are you trying to shove it through the wall? Not through the wall. I'm more trying to like I, I was thinking like kind of sliding it along the wall. Like if I come at it at an angle from the side and trying to like push it off of whatever's holding it up. Yeah, you're able to do that and the the ooze sort of like rips away from the the wall as the painting goes flying and skidding towards the doorway. Um, which you all came from. It is still alive, but face down on the ground. Like, the painting is on top of it now. Great. Um, anything behind it or on the back of the painting? No. Okay, I will use my bonus action to use Unnatural Regeneration because I am super bloodied. I'm going to use three hit dice. I'm fucked up. One, two, three hit dice. Oh, God. Terrible. Only nine points of healing. On 3d10. God oh. damn. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. Next is Loomis. So right now we're at the the wall where there's only, well there was only two portraits, so there's still four other portraits on the other 
wall. Yes. Is there anything of note with those four? Oh, sorry. One of the portraits, the last portrait on the right, was the portrait of the young elven boy with the lollipop, and that was removed and put in the, the doorway. The other three paintings, go ahead and roll a investigation check as you're looking at them. Eleven. Nothing of significance. Uh, two of them are just sort of portraits of people kind of just sitting, and then one of them is a is a portrait of a dwarven woman um, and she points to her hand which has a golden band on it so she seems to kind of be like look at what's on my finger that kind of thing that's an engagement portrait yeah <laughs> check it out <laughs> <laughs> but the other two are just like solemn looking kind of um, people um, I'll, I'll go up to the portrait with the person pointing to the ring and try to take it off, try to take the portrait off the wall. Go ahead and roll a strength check. Natural 20. Yeah. You're able to rip the painting off of the wall, no problem, but as you do it, the painting rips and stayed the embedded into the wall is the ring that she was previously pointing at. Interesting. I guess that's my action? Yes. Can I bonus action like unarmed strike to get the ring off the wall yes 22 yeah you you just you the other two of you just see loomis start like punching this wall (laughs) and as you punch it uh it sort of like pushes the ring in and then it pops it out and the ring falls um into your hands it is a golden band with a piece of black metal that twists around it does anything happen when i touch it no i pocket it Next is the painting. You see it kind of lying on the ground underneath the paint. The ooze is underneath the painting and it tries to move around. And you see it move towards, I guess you, Loomis, it would have like felt your vibration. Well, you walk lightly, I'm sure, but it would have felt you kind of walk by it to get to the portrait of the woman. So you see this like painting like drag itself towards you and it's going to try and grab your foot for an attack. That's a natural one. Um, I imagine you see it do that and you like step on it and you're like, like kick it away almost. Yeah, I would, so, I would step or kick it away. Cool, go ahead and roll like an unarmed uh, strike on it. Okay, 15. That hits. Okay, eight damage. It's it's still, uh, it's still moving, but it didn't like that it got kicked like that. <laughs> Next are the gray oozes. You can see one is like desperately grasping over the edge of the the painting of the lollipop boy, but that's all that you can see. And path of the order is Ellis. Does the portrait of the lollipop boy seem to be like stopping them from entering the room, or does it look like like with a with a little bit more effort that they'll, they'll be able to like push through? It's slowing them down. That's for sure. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like completely impeding them. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna do the funny thing. <laughs> I I run up to the lollipop boy portrait, and are I'm like I like look over. Are both of are both of the oozes like right behind the portrait? There there are still three oozes that were in the hallway, and one of them still kind of towards the, like halfway down the hallway. It's take it has it does not move very fast. One of them is like hanging on the portrait of the lollipop boy, and then one is kind of like behind that one on the ground fuck it um in a sort of 
downward angled direction, like down at the two oozes that are directly kind of in front of me. Um, I will just say, go away! And I'll clap my fingers, uh, my hands, not my fingers, my hands together, <laughs> um, and do a, a thunder wave at second level. Okay. <laughs> um, Excellent. So they, those two oozes need to make con saves. Okay. They both fail. Fabulous. They will both take 3d8 damage. Uh, they both take 15 points of thunder damage and are pushed and are both pushed back 10 feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that would shove them into the wall, so they're going to take some more damage. They both take six more points of bludgeoning damage as they whack the wall. Um, so now they're 10 feet away. They're still up. They look very terrible, worse for wear oozes. You've never seen oozes look so terrible, except for maybe the one that's gotten stepped on underneath the portrait and is being squashed right now by the weight of its own home. Um, so that was my action, and then bonus action, I'll turn around and um, to Loomis, and I'll say, it's a, it's a painting, just rip it in half! And I'll uh, give you a bardic inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. Feel inspired! <laughs> <laughs> Next is Emil. I will approach the painting of the, I think it was a woman who was pointing at the like top corner and bottom corner of her painting. Uh-huh. She like, that's what she's doing the disco. Like, what is it? I don't understand. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> yeah, I guess it looks very, very strange of her sort of like reaching one of her hands upward to the top left corner of the portrait and then sort of like looking downwards at the bottom right and pointing down at the bottom right corner. What the hell? Uh, uh, Emil will say, what the hell? And <laughs> ignore the painting on the ground, step over it if I have to, and go to to take that one down. Okay, you take it down and nothing of significance happens. Fuck, I thought I'd throw it. <laughs> um, uh, is that my action to take it down? Yes. Okay, that's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Loomis. This portrait room sucks. <laughs> you all just walk in here and are just like throwing portraits on the ground. Nothing's working. There's ooze everywhere. I love it. Loomis looks at the two and goes, I, I don't think there's much else for us here. We should just keep going. There's something here. They get, you got a ring. I got a roast dinner. There's something here. Yeah, like, we got those already, so we should go now. I don't... You think there's another way to go? Like, this isn't the right way? Well, there's another door in the hallway. But there are slimies out there. We'll have to get past a boy and his lollipop. <laughs> Make a choice! <laughs> <laughs> Loomis starts walking uh, towards the door to head to the other door that was in the hallway. The ooze will take an opportunity attack on you, the portrait one. Okay. And they will know us by the trail of ooze. <laughs> that's, a... <laughs> that's a 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. You take 16 points of acid damage. Aye, aye, aye. Fuck, these things are strong. Glass cannon. So yeah, as you're walking away, the ooze like grabs your foot and, and sort of like burns, burns through, like seeps into your boot real quick and gives you a little acid damage and you walk over to the other door. Yeah, 
Do I still have an action? Yes. Okay, as an action, I'm going to spend two key points and use quickened healing. Oh. Uh, so I can roll my martial arts die and then regain that number of hit points. A number of hit point equal to the number rolled plus my proficiency bonus. That will be six points of healing back. Yeah. And just so you're aware, as you're making your way across the room, the other ooze, the gray oozes are in the hallway, sort of in between you and the other door. Mm. Okay. I thought they were further back because Ellis pushed them, but he pushed them to the wall. He pushed them to like the other door, technically. I'm just going to stay at the door. Okay. So you're at like the doorway where yeah. the lollipop boy is? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next is the painting that is going to try and follow you, Loomis, and moves with much greater speed than the gray oozes and makes its way to you and is going to attempt to attack you. Uh-oh. That's a 13 to hit? That does not hit. So yeah, it tries and reaches up to you, but it, it seems weak and can't get to you. Next are the gray oozes who gather themselves in the hallway and are going to attempt to get over, or they're basically, two of them now are clinging to the side of the the painting that's blocking the doorway. The other one has now made its way to the other two. So they're now all three in between the doorway you all are in and the other doorway across the hall. Top of the order is Ellis. They're gathered up for you, bud. (laughs) Yeah, we're in room number two of this dungeon. (laughs) We should be careful. I turn to the painting that just uh, chased after Loomis. Okay. I cast Dissonant Whispers, for starters. Um, and I just say, um, you may be art, but you're ba- bad art. <laughs> bad, bad art, bad <laughs> And you need to make a wisdom saving throw. That's a 12. Uh, that is a fail. It's going to take some uh, whisper damage. Oh, plus another D6 because of Hex. 16 points of damage. Yeah, you whisper this thing to death as almost <laughs> like your whispers get louder and louder and flip the painting upwards, the ooze sort of dissipating and then the portrait slamming against the wall as it disappears. And as this happens, the spot where the portrait was, the stone wall or as the wood panel slides inwards towards the wall and slides downward and there seems to be sort of an opening large enough for you all to crawl through where the portrait was. I look at Emil and uh, say, one of the best qualities you can have as an artist is to take criticism well. And I dart towards the hole and just like like jump in. Okay. Does everyone want to go through the hole? Yeah, art is a window into the soul, right? I'm, God damn I'm, it. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Luma, say a quote. Luma, do say a, a cool, quote. About do art. a cool art joke, real quick. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> art rhymes with fart. Say something it's about so that. Easy. Tortured soul, starving artist. There's a lot out there. Why am I talking as a meal still? This is us going down this whatever shoot this is. We're like, you got it. Yes, and yes, and. (laughs) 
this looks more like farts and crafts, if you ask me. I got bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as you all sort of sprint towards this hole away from the gray oozes who are just kind of like a group of buffoons in the hallway here trying to like climb up a piece of wood it's just failing terribly hey you all hey crawl. that's what we were just doing too so let's not <laughs> cast the first stone uh crawling through the hole you find yourself in a new room getting down from this short tunnel uh the walls are lined with candies of all sorts hard candies toffees chocolate bars gummies lollipops there's a few more shelves in the room and a table with four chairs. There's a front counter with the register. And on the side, there's a cooler with some ice, like a little ice cream stand. Uh, behind the counter is something you all have never seen before. It is a mechanical humanoid-like thing. Welcome to the candy shop. May I interest you all in some delicious confectionaries? <laughs> <laughs> Um, he- hello. Do you res- do you respond? Hello. Welcome to the candy shop. I will take <laughs> um a uh, a scoop of ice cream, please. Candy and ice cream is not free. If you take candy or ice cream with no monetary exchange, you will force me to get my emergency sword. The mechanical humanoid points to the sword in a glass box behind them. I, that's that's uh, no. I'm I'm a I'm a an honest paying customer. How much for a scoop of ice cream? Scoop of ice cream on cone, one gold piece. That's that sounds uh reasonable. How about how about uh three ice creams, please? Not for me. No, ice cream's not my thing. Uh, do you have any butter? Just. Butterscotch, maybe like a hard butterscotch. butterscotch. We have plenty of butterscotches <laughs> and old people candy over there. And it points to one corner of can, the room. Can Solid we just roll like an insight like, check to see why there's a random candy shop through a wall? <laughs> go ahead and roll. Yeah, go ahead and roll insight. Seventeen. You know, you couldn't. T- you couldn't say this seems. You're starting to put together that you're in a very, like, an eccentric home of sorts. This collector must be very, very strange. You know, they have random portraits. They have a candy shop. They have this humanoid mechanical thing that you've never seen before. Um, There's a sense of, like, unease, I guess, of, like, what the heck is going on here? But this uh, mechanical humanoid does not seem overly threatening. It, you know, it said it has an emergency sword, but it's not like, I'm going to pull this sword out if you look at me wrong or anything like that. Make sure not to eat that, Ellis. I'll, I'll go pick up a piece of candy and just like look at it, see if it's legit. It is legit. What flavor of ice cream would you like? What, uh, what do you recommend? Uh, and I'd look at uh, Ellis and Loomis and i say, I think we should all purchase something from this fine yes, establishment. It, yeah, it's, this is a great looking business. Um, and I would I will happily purchase one butterscotch. How much will that be? One gold piece. One whole gold just for this one piece of candy? Sounds like a deal, doesn't it, Emil? May I interest you in lollipops? They are the special today. They are one gold piece. How about a butterscotch and a lollipop for a gold? 
That would be two gold pieces. I, I, I understand arithmetic, but I'm saying, you know, cut us the deal. We're probably your first customer in how long? I don't understand the concept you are putting forth. Damn it. I think we're all going to have to buy something. We have to give up a whole gold. Yeah, I, I think it's how we're going to get past the emergency sword. <laughs> <laughs> Loomis, you want a lollipop? You don't have to eat it. How much for the sword? The sword is not for sale. That is mine. My emergency sword. Can can I give you money for information? I don't need food. I do not understand your barter. Ellis slams the his palm into his forehand so loud. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I have given you poor service. You said you wanted ice cream? Well, yes. What flavor do you recommend? I like, and you see it kind of stop. I don't eat ice cream, but people say mint chocolate chip good. That sounds very refreshing. I'll take a scoop of that for... For one gold, one a steal. And you see its arms shoot up and it has like an ice cream scoop and it like violently shoves it into the ice cream and like whips it out and it grabs a cone and like violently smashes it on top of the cone. And luckily the cone doesn't crush, but like there's ice cream kind of dripping everywhere. I hope, wait, one gold piece? Coming up and I take a gold piece and I put it on the counter. Please enjoy your ice cream. I'll take this. Very expensive piece of butterscotch. It is the best butterscotch you will ever eat. I'll be the judge of that. I'll put a gold. I'm sure you will, sir. Put a gold down. And, it, and yeah, you take your butterscotch. Loomis, Loomis uh, come on, man. <laughs> Whoever's... Play. Loomis, just play ball. Whoever... I'll eat it. I'll just eat it for Someone's you. Someone's getting some weird kicks out of this. Just like drop a gold piece and get whatever, you know, one of those twisty lollipops or whatever. Ugh. Are you low on cash? No. I just don't see the point. It's wasteful. I'll take a lollipop. I hope you enjoy your lollipop. And it sticks it like a little too close to your face. I'm sure like doesn't have good depth perception perhaps come on what's your favorite color we can get you one in your favorite color anything you want bud just just play along anything you want I, they just handed me the lollipop i already have it it's rainbow oh okay <laughs> it clashes well with your black everything so just loomis just standing there very awkwardly holding a lollipop Gonna, How does the ice cream I'm taste? Does it taste? Eat this butterscotch. Like yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yep, tastes like pretty good ice cream. The, the butterscotch tastes like good butterscotch. I forgot to describe. There is a door in here to leave as well. Great. Well, thank you uh, for just these lovely um, little treats. They were a, a, a nice uh, a break from from what we were up to. And if you don't mind, uh, we'll be leaving. Wait, hold, Enjoy. It, oh. Is this your store? Do you own this place? No, I am worker here. My creator owns store. Your creator? Is your creator live here in this house? I believe creator live here. He does not visit. Oh, no. Did you do something wrong? No. I'm like rubbing the doorknob to the door. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't do anything wrong? I am sure. I protect candy with emergency sword. Have you had to use the emergency sword on someone? Not yet. <laughs> Just darts eyes at Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like side eyes, like. 
I am trained to use emergency sword in case of emergency. Well, I don't... Good thing that there's no emergencies happening right now. Just three happy paying customers. Um, and, you know, maybe we'll swing by on our way out. Thank you for your patronage to the candy shop. Thank you. And as it waves its ice, the ice cream scoop, and it's like ice. Oh, sorry, it was what? it was Alex. Oh. I think you were mouthing something. I couldn't hear. Oh, I was doing the candy shop theme from <laughs> by Fifty Cent. I see. <laughs> it was really important. As you all, the the door opens. You're able to to walk out, and as you walk out, the the mechanical humanoid is waving its ice cream scoop, and ice cream is kind of sloshing like <laughs> off of the scoop. And you all are in a new hallway, and I think we'll stop there for tonight. Fuck. Uh, before we uh, stop, I look at them. I'm like, y'all, we almost just got killed by like four piles of jizz or whatever. <laughs> just we, oh. we just need to learn how to we just need to learn how to play ball right now. <laughs> play the music. We should have ended the episode. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, come on. We were all thinking it, right? You can find This Could Get Dicey where all podcasts are streamed and on Instagram and TikTok at TCGDpod. If you found our antics enjoyable, help us out by leaving a rating and a review and share it with a butt or two. Word of mouth is the best form of advertisement. Thanks for joining us and stay tuned for our next episode coming out Wednesday, July 19th.